0: Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Phil's going to come and speak to us. I kind of had something in my heart I wanted to share I felt God put on my heart and I didn't really expect it to be on the back of an announcement like yesterday's, so I think it's probably God knew and it's where I want to go. But I want to start by just um, asking a question. So if you want to just look at the Christmas tree here, it's a beautiful tree, I'm sure you'll agree, and all nicely decorated and little. I want you to estimate how much you think those uh, Christmas decorations cost the church. You see, I've got a bit of a reputation I've been a bit of a bar humbug, I think, amongst the elders and the church staff. Because we had a long debate about how much we're going to spend on Christmas decorations. And in my mind, I kind of started at around about 50 pounds. And then, kind of a bit of conversation about that, it went up. And it got doubled to 100 pounds. And then Sarah and Julia got involved, and it doubled again. So there's somewhere in the region of around about two hundred pounds we spent on our de- Christmas decorations, which I was appalled at, and he's still the butt of jokes around the church about three, four years on from where uh, when we started and we bought these things. So it's not true. I'm not really a bar humbug, but I thought Will Cole's would have done. <laughs> You know, Amazon, anywhere, but apparently it was some fancy place that these were got from, Uh, quite expensive, as you can see, but it does look very nice, and it's brilliant, and I'm glad we did spend the money, so um, I'm not that bar humbug, but there are aspects about Christmas I struggle with, because I think it has become too too commercial, too much money goes into it all, and it's just become a business, rather than the truth of who Jesus is, and Jesus coming. And for me, I think Christmas as growing up was um, really marked by one night. So as we grew up, I was part of a church, and the couple of weeks up to Christmas... We would go round all the kind of elderly nursing homes, we would go to hospitals, to the geriatric wards on hospitals, and we would sing carols and we would just share with them and want to just encourage them and to bless them and bring a bit of Christmas cheer for the elderly and those suffering. But every year, our last night, we went to a, a, a mental institution in Chesterfield that was for um, elderly people. And it was always such a special night. For some reason, I can't really explain. There was just something about going to this place that was different to all the other places we went to. And we did our carols. They always gave us great drinks and refreshments after us mince pies and cakes. They always really looked after us. So it was good just to go for that, to be honest. But um, there's one thing about it, and we always ended with this one carol. And for me, it just really encapsulated the whole of Christmas. And that was the start of Christmas for me, was that night. That particular night at the uh, nursing home mentally uh, for mentally ill elderly patients. And that's where it was. And, and it was an amazing time to be there. And we always finish with this one car. And we're going to do it at the end. If you tuned in right at the beginning of our broadcast today, you'll have heard it playing as it led into our broadcast. And it's, oh, holy die. And for me, it just encapsulates Christmas. And it's the, uh, it's my favourite carol. And I'm told by, um, Peter that it's actually been voted number one. Um, everybody's, UK's favourite carol is this, Oh, Holy Night. And for me, that's where it's at. I just love it. I think it's just the truth of the gospel in there. And Jesus coming. He comes to set captives free. He's coming to end up the brokenhearted. He's coming to bring salvation. And I just, um, I'll encourage you to, just as we sing it later on, to really just listen to the truth of that song. But in that, there's a line. And it says this. It says that, um, the thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. Now, I don't know of a time, I don't think in my living history, when the world has been as weary as this. It may have been during the world wars. Potentially, as weary as this is, people feeling it, people struggling with this, but there's that just that whole thing of a weary world. And somehow, even last night, as the Boris Johnson made his announcement, I'm sure hearts sank even further. People were in tears, distressed. Uh, people running to get trains, as we saw perhaps on the news if you've seen it earlier. People just desperate to um, make contact and get home for Christmas. And uh, even I saw on Facebook earlier, there's a caption of Boris Johnson ringing Chris Rear up and just saying, you haven't set off yet, have you? If so, it's cancelled. I'm sorry, you're not going home for Christmas. And there's that whole thing that actually people are weary. But it says this in John 1, uh, verse 10 to 14. It should come up on the screen says, he came into the very world he created, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the word became human and made his home amongst us. He was, the full, he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. And we've just sung that song about the story of amazing love. Now, you can watch many Christmas movies. Christmas 24 is on if you've got Sky. You can watch them back to back christmas movies and they're all saying the same thing they're all soppy love stories somebody always falls in love at the end of it they always meet their kind of life partner if you like at the end of this There's always a love story in it and surely that has to be inspired by the greatest love story ever and that is that jesus came the father in his love sent jesus his one and only son that he could demonstrate the love of the father to us and it's such an amazing story An amazing story that Jesus would come. So even tonight, as we just look at this and this carol, this thrill of hope, a weary world, I'm sure not many of you have got much of a thrill of hope right now. We've got one day when you might be able to meet with some of your family. Not much hope. And as we look to 2021... Not much hope out there yet. We may put it all in a vaccine. We may put it all in something else, but actually, the thrill of hope comes from Jesus, from knowing Jesus, from seeing Jesus this Christmas, from coming and seeing the one who came as a babe into this world to save it. So, as we come to Christmas this year, are you feeling like that? Is that how you feel? Do you feel weary? Do you feel like you're not much to rejoice about even now? Maybe that, uh, you've just, uh, everything within you've just sunk. And God wants to come and meet you today. I noted, it was interesting that it seemed to me, I, I don't know if this is true. I, I kind of drive around, I get the privilege of driving around the Peak District, uh, for my job, which is really nice. It's a beautiful place and drive around there. And I noticed trees went up early this year. Christmas lights went up earlier than normal. End of November, they were all seem to be going up. I mean, we only put up, well, if it was left to me, ours would only go up a week before Christmas. It's not left to me, so it goes up earlier. But generally, it would go up a week before Christmas, and that would be it for me. And uh, come down on New Year's Day, job done, we're finished. It's over. Yeah, you see, I see where I get the bar humbug from. I see where that comes from, I get that. But uh, for me, but, that's it. but I saw, you know, more, a month or more in advance, people are putting up, because people wanted some hope. People wanted something to look forward to, something to focus on that would lift them out of where we've been, particularly at the end of a lockdown. And so people were just doing this, and it was nice to see, actually. And it was nice to see that going up, and just a sense of, there is that looking forward. But actually, there's something even greater to look forward to, and that's Jesus, the coming of the Saviour. People were just looking for a glimmer of hope, just something. I remember even years ago, uh, during the beginning of austerity, we've gone through 10 years of that, into this, and you couldn't know what's next on the agenda for us. And I remember somebody just put up on my office wall, Uh, Due to austerity, the light at the end of the tunnel has been turned out. You kind of think, that is how people were feeling. It's like, well, there isn't any hope. There isn't any light at the end of the tunnel anymore. And it just felt like that again maybe yesterday. Well, where's the light again? It's just got a little bit dimmer at the end of the tunnel. And it may have done for you. And I think most of the world is weary. Most of this world is feeling that. It's not just us. It's the world that's feeling that. And we're not on our own in this. It's not just us. It's not just you in your little uh, home, in your bubble, wherever you are. It's not just you. We're all feeling it to some degree or other, some greater measure than others. But we're all feeling this. And as we look around, there seems to be darkness around. And it's, it's, it, you can easily become depressed. We can easily lose our hope and our focus. But I want to bring us back to Jesus. I want to refocus us on the one who came he came for you he came to meet you and uh, even uh, just thinking about that whole thing this morning I've every year as we come up to Christmas I like to just read over the Christmas story and I was looking at the characters this year perhaps more so than I have done and you look at Mary who suddenly gets told she's going to have a baby and what fear must have come in her and and what must have come over as the angel speaks to her and Says, listen, it's going to be, it's not of a man, it's it's by God, and you've been chosen for this. And you think you may well, you're really privileged, but you might be also very fearful. What does that mean? What's I'm my mar- I'm supposed to be marrying this man? He'll not want me anymore. Rejection, being pushed outside the village where she lived because of uh, bringing shame on the family because of this, all kinds of things. And then an angel in a dream appears to Joseph and says, you to take this woman, and he's like, Well. Why would I do that? I was engaged, but it looks like she's been with somebody else. And then you find the shepherds, and suddenly they're spoken to by angels. It's it's, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Whenever angels turn up, people get afraid because the first thing that the angels always say is, "Don't be afraid." So everybody always is, and it's like, well, we already are. And I would be if an angel turned up to me too. I think I'd uh, I'd also uh, be pretty afraid if come and spoke directly actually they listened and they heard and they went to see and then the the three kings the wise men they saw the star and they said well what's that about we need to find out what all that's about and I just want to encourage you is it time for you to find out what it's all about is it time for you even to look again even though you may have known Jesus for a long time maybe you've come this you've heard this story so many times Is it time again to come back to Jesus? There may not be a lot else we can put our focus and our attention on this year, but Jesus remains the same yesterday, today, forever. You can look at Jesus and he's not changed. His unfailing love is still the same for you. He's full of love and grace and he's come for you. And so this Christmas, is it an opportunity for you to look at Jesus? is an opportunity to bring your weariness to him. Is it an opportunity for you to bring the dark things of your life and just bring them to Jesus and let him show you his love? And I encourage you, Dave mentioned earlier, we've, got, we've been running Alpha Course, so we've run three this year, and we're going to be continuing to run Alpha Course if you want to know more about who Jesus is. The one we celebrate this time of year, the one coming, has uh, the word that became flesh, Jesus himself, came as a baby, lived as we did. He died on a cross for our sin, was raised again to life that we too could have that life, eternal life with Him. Is it time for you again to look at Jesus and come back to Him? It was 500 years they were waiting for Jesus from when the prophet Malachi spoke to Israel, the people of Israel people of God was 500 years before the promise was fulfilled and we find this in Isaiah 9 verse 6 and we've it's in some of the songs we've sung today for a child is born to us a son is given to us the government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father the prince of peace he can be everything you need right now he's all sufficient in who he is he has no need of anyone or anything and he is sufficient for you in your need your situation your circumstance Jesus is enough for you and so I encourage you I could you could talk on all those three aspects of God and Neil did so excellently last week on being the Prince of Peace. And if you want to hear it, listen to, tune in to last week's show. Go on our website, find the podcast, listen to it from last week. He is a wonderful counsellor who will come and speak love to you. And speak freedom over your life. And speak joy and peace into your life. I want to encourage you. And as Peter says in his first book, the Bible says... Um, we have been born, for those who know Jesus, we have been born into a living hope. And hope has a name, and that name is Jesus. He's the only true hope that we can ever have. We might hope for things this next year, the end of lockdowns, the vaccinations. We might be looking for other things, better jobs, a new job because we lost our job. All kinds of things that we could be hoping for. But if you put your hope in Jesus... It's secure and safe. And he will never let you down. He will always be enough for you if you look to Jesus. So this Christmas, let's look again at Jesus. Whether we know him or not, or not. let's look at Jesus and see him. And we're going to just sing that carol now. Oh, holy night. What an amazing carol it is. What amazing words. And I just want to encourage you to uh, just... Allow the words to sink into your heart. Allow the words to speak to you as we sing it together. And let's allow God to speak through them into our hearts and lives. And then I'll come and pray for us after we've sung that carol. What amazing words. I just want to pray for you. I, I just sensed that and before even while I was preparing this, and I've been preparing it for a few weeks, uh, just things that have been on my heart. And I just felt even today... God wants to just lift off some oppression from people. You're feeling pressed down. You're feeling the weight of the world almost as we kind of would term it in the UK. You feel the weight of the world is on your shoulders right now. And I just feel I can see a picture of Jesus just coming and lifting off. And if that's you right now, I just want to ask you to look to Jesus. And one way of doing that is to just shoot your eyes and put your hands out before God if you're not used to that kind of thing. And just allow him to come to you right now as I pray. And just to lift off that oppression and the weight that's on you. And you, you feel on your shoulders right now. So, God, we want to thank you. What amazing God you are. That you would care about us enough to send Jesus. He would come to rescue us, to free us, to free captives and to release the oppressed. Lord, and to bring joy and freedom to all and salvation. And so, thank you, God, for sending Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, that you came. And now we ask you, by your Holy Spirit, would you come and meet with people, those that are feeling weighed down now, where they feel they've got the weight of the world on their shoulders right now. I ask you, Holy Spirit, would you come and would you just lift it off right now. I pray for that oppression to lift off right now, in Jesus' name. I ask you just to, Lord, release that weight that seems to be on them right now, that they feel a lightness come now by the Spirit of God. So come, Holy Spirit, I pray, lift that off right now. For many of you, there's some who are, you're just fearful of a lonely Christmas, have been on your own. And uh, Jesus just wants to say to you, I'm going to come close to you. If you allow me, if you invite me, I'll come close and I'll meet with you. And I'll meet you in that lonely place. And you just know a peace and a calm and that loneliness will lift because I'll be present with you and I'll be close to you and I'll comfort you. So come, Holy Spirit, I pray. Draw near to those that are feeling that weight of loneliness right now. I pray you'll come close to them. I pray right from this moment, right through Christmas, into the new year, you'll be very close to them. I pray that they'll experience you from the moment they're awake, from the moment they go back to sleep, they'll experience your nearness and your closeness. And they know that they're not on their own, that you are there right with them. As they invite you in, as they allow you to draw near to them right now. God, I pray, would you come? Would you meet with them right now? Father God, I pray. Father God, I just want to pray for the sick. Be, Dave's got some words of knowledge. I, I just sense there's something you're, you're just carrying some sickness right now. And uh, you're not looking forward to Christmas actually at all because it's, it's going to be painful. You feel the pain, you feel unwell. and God just wants to come and meet you right now. So we just want to speak to sickness right now in Jesus' name. Thank you God that you came as a healer. You came to heal the sick and we read many stories where you healed the sick and, uh, and you went into villages and you healed all their diseases, it says. And we thank you for that, God. And we pray now for anyone now suffering sickness. I just want to pray healing in Jesus' name. Whatever your sickness is right now, I just want to uh, uh, encourage you, just name it before God. As I'm praying, just name that sickness as I, as I speak and uh, just uh, allow God to take it from you right now. Well, God, so we speak over every sickness, In Jesus' name, be free now in the name of Jesus. Sickness to go in the name of Jesus. Every infection and disease we command you to leave in Jesus' name. Amen.